Adventure Games Podcast. My name is Shorsha Dunbar and I'm your host. Thank you so much for joining me for this bonus New Year's Eve episode of the Adventure Games Podcast. I hope everyone is well and I hope everyone is enjoying the holidays, those of you who do have holidays at least. And I hope you enjoyed the Christmas special where I interviewed Francisco Gonzalez and thank you again to Francisco for uh, joining me at such short notice and now uh, myself Thomas and Laura still haven't had a chance to get together to record our review episode so in the meantime before we finish this year I wanted to try and give something back to everyone who has supported us to uh, you know be listening to the podcast so i'm uploading two interviews that i did at adventure x this past year now usually the only way you could hear these interviews would be through the patreon but again as i said i want to get something back so the first interview i did was with tom simpson who released feria darl in early December and I will be reviewing that game early in the new year and the second interview I did was with Yakir Israel who is working on Plot of the Druid and hopefully he'll be doing a Kickstarter early in the new year as well and now before I get to the interview uh, just a heads up that the interviews were done live at Adventure X at Adventure X there was a lot of people we tried to find a very quiet place to do the interviews, but that was next to impossible at Adventure X. So there is some background noise and background chatter. Uh, I hope it doesn't affect people. I hope it doesn't butter people. But just wanted to give a heads up just in case. Now I've done everything I could to minimize it and to make us hear the guests in particular. But I just want to give a heads up. So uh, here is first interview with... Tom Simpson, please enjoy. I'm here at Adventure X in London with Tom Simpson, who is working on, amongst other games, he's working on Feria Darls. Did I get that right? As far as I know, yes. <laughs> it's, it's a French title and I don't speak French. Oh, so. well, I, I studied French, so I should have fer- well, Feria Darls. Yeah, I think that's about, that sounds right. My, I had a French colleague <laughs> sit down with me and try and teach me. We should, we, we should ask some of the French people here to yes. say correctly. <laughs> exactly. So, uh, well, well, thank you, Tom, for, yeah, for joining you. me. Um, so, I've been looking forward to When I first heard about this game, I thought, this looks really, really interesting. It's a very unique story. So, um, I wonder if you could just tell us a little bit about the game, the, the plot. Sure. Um, well, I think part of the uniqueness is comes to the story of how it came about as well. So sure, I'll yeah. So, come for that. So, um, as with my previous games, I did them at a game jam, mm-hmm. and the way they picked the topic was they went on Wikipedia, and they picked three random articles, and you had to make a game based off that. Okay. And one day I was sat in a hotel room on a business trip, bored, I thought, I'll go on Wikipedia, pick three random articles, and one of those I'll make a game. And one <laughs> happened to be Feria Dahl, which is a, a bullfighting tournament in the south of France. So from there, everything just kind of started rolling. I thought, okay, how can I kind of make this into a story? And there's a girl who wants to enter a tournament, but she can't. 
So you have to help her kind of get through that. Okay, so this is like the MacGuffin, as Hitchcock said. Yes, that yes, this was exactly, yeah. The topic, and then you wrote the story around it. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. So you came up with this topic before you came up with the characters and the Yeah, it all, uh, yeah, it all came from So j just for one topic that you said, whatever topic I read about. Yeah, exactly that. And yeah. what, what if it had been about something really complex, like, I, I don't know, interior <laughs> relativity or, yeah, I, I or guess something? I would have to stick with it. I'm not sure. Um, I've kind of said... If I make another separate game, I'll do the same thing and then have them as a Wikipedia trilogy. So I'm hoping next time I do it, I'm as lucky with the topic, <laughs> but we never know. Yeah, because it's a, it's a very interesting topic. As I mentioned at the start of this, uh, it's a very unique concept. I yes. can't think of any other games, either adventure or otherwise, that feature bullfighting. No, I, I think um, even in, maybe in wider media as well, there's not. Yeah, it's not many films. There's a lot of paintings. I think you know, grand Spanish. Right. Matadors, yeah. But yeah, other than that, um, but it maybe it's maybe it's a touchy subject for some people as well. Yeah, I was going to ask about that. It's a controversial it topic a for a lot of people. But I think if you see it, it's got a very kind of friendly LucasArts looking graphic style and. And so there's nothing to to be scared of in there. It's not, sure. It's, so this, this game, you know, it's not. It's not. It's not going to be you know bullfighting as as you think it can be. It's it's kind of the, like you said, the MacGuffin to get the story. Right. Going, yeah. And before we talk about the story itself, now let's talk mm. about the, the topic can be controversial in the Feriadal. Yeah. Um, I know in, in Spain they do kill the bulls. Yes. Do they kill the bull here as well? I'm sure people might. Uh, not know. my game, no. And your game, okay. No, so. <laughs> That's good. So uh, one of the puzzles isn't killing the bull. No, absolutely <laughs> not. No. So uh, it's kind of a, a tricky subject. I try to. Yeah, find, sure. Like, can... How can I? How can I talk about it without spoiling the game? Okay. If that makes sense. So, but there, yeah, there's no no killing of bulls. Nothing to nothing to worry about on that front. So. Okay. So uh, so the game. So this is just the concept, the topic. And you mentioned yep. that you had the story around it. Uh, yeah. What can you tell us about the story itself, obviously without giving anything away, without any spoilers? Um, so, I think it's kind of a journey for Molly, our main character, who initially she wants to become the greatest matador in history. Mm -hmm. um, but then she, as she starts to explore the town, she kind of uh, is kind of introduced to kind of a, a group called the Order of the Bull, who kind of want to free the bull. Okay. So as things go, kind of her her original quest changes a bit in, in, in line with those guys. Okay. And did you do any then research on anything on the topic or, any, or anything? Uh, we did some research because also it's based in a, a real French city so we've mm -hmm. done some research so there are... And did you some, go to the city? No, I, I've been oh. meaning to and I mean even at Adventure X there's people here who are from that area in France oh, cool. so it's quite interesting. Um, but so you can ask them about... Uh, I can ask them I'm going to try and do some research on, on Very that. nice, yeah. And I've been invited there as well. Um, there was a, a local newspaper who covered the game so maybe when the game comes out, well, I can go there. And, yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you can try and go there for free if you can. <laughs> Get the keys to the city. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, um, so you mentioned a little bit about uh, the story. And what about the gameplay in the puzzles itself? Again, you mentioned that the gameplay will involve them with the Order of the Bowl and that. Yeah, so... Um, uh, are they uh, typical puzzles that we can expect in adventure games? Yeah, or? I think if you're, if you're used to something like Monkey Island... Course, everyone very, cla very classic LucasArts style <laughs> comedic puzzles, yeah. So okay. Things like that. And how do you come up with uh, puzzles and story? Because nowadays in particular, I talk with some other people mm. that, you know, before with LucasArts and Sierra days, 
that they would put on more puzzles to try and increase the length of the game. Yeah. But nowadays, what gamers expect more for the puzzles maybe to be more logical sometimes. Maybe in a comedic game, you can get away with more, maybe. Yeah. I wanted to know your thoughts on that, since you're working on the game. I've tried to get as close to the line as possible <laughs> in terms of obtuse puzzles or things like Sure. So I've tried to, you know, I, I like having inventory items that are reused for things that you might not expect them to be used for and things like that but you try and find a kind of rule set there that you're not going to cross so if people aren't going hey that doesn't make sense yeah but I, I do like I do like a puzzle I do like having people get a little bit stuck occasionally through <laughs> more old school yeah I'm, yeah I mean there's, there are elements of new school kind of like there's like a two click thing which is you know less than a nine verbs but yeah, in terms of puzzles, I try and kind of keep it old school. Okay. And then you mentioned the graphics a little bit. Yeah. Uh, what, what can we say with the graphics? What can we expect so from I'm, the graphics? I'm extremely lucky to have two wonderful artists work on the game. So, Jen uh, Patterson is doing all my cover art and title art. So, she's worked on lots of things like um, A Golden Wake. Oh, very nice. Yes. Which I was going for that. Um, and then also have Matt Frith as well, who... Uh, excellent pixel artist. Um, he's working on Pharopods. Yes. Um, yes. Um, Purgatory by Joel. As well, yes. Yeah, so lots of kind of really nice looking kind of pixel art games. So yeah, I, I spoke with the two uh, in a future episode with Joel yeah. Meyer. Yeah. So a really nice guy as well. Yeah, yeah, and so. really interesting looking game. That's wow. That's that's great. So. The game was, I guess, from the screenshots, it looks really, really cool. Thank you, yeah. And, uh, and then is there, is, what can you tell us about the sound effects and the sound of the game and the music? Is so, uh, yeah, I'm working with a, a German composer. Um, I'll try and pronounce his name correctly. <laughs> I think it's Chris Kopke. I'm not, I'm not sure. I'll, we'll go with it. Yeah. Um, I know how to spell it. But, um, but no, he's, uh, he's doing original score. Uh, he worked on a game in the last couple of years called Crossing Souls which is kind of like an 80s style um, game um, but yeah he's doing a full kind of original score for the game so. cool so original score music yeah, graphics artist as well graphics. and then one final piece yes is uh, Ali who is the organiser of Adventure X oh Alistair Alistair Beckett King, King. Yeah. I think he mentioned it when he was oh, on but yeah yes. um, yeah so professional funny man he's uh, he's done a lot of the writing he's kind of rewritten a lot of very, very nice stuff, yeah, so no, he's a very funny man yeah, he's, so he, he was great on the podcast yeah yeah. and he's a genuinely funny man he, a- he has videos as well I see yes, on Instagram he's a comedian yeah. yeah so and he's a, I mean I'm not sure he's famous with the word but he's very popular yeah absolutely it seems yeah. like he has shows that sell out and yes yeah he's been oh well, you're very lucky to have him on board pretty, yeah I was extremely lucky all wow. these people said yes I was like oh, great That's, <laughs> wow <laughs> Oh, well, I'm, I mean, I was looking forward to it anyway. Now I... Yeah, so when can we expect the game to be out? Uh, I'm hoping, so within November or December of this year, 2019. So, so the next couple of soon. months. Yeah, okay. pretty soon. Well, we're in November now. So. Yeah, I know, yeah. That's <laughs> kind of scary. Well, I can't release it before... Steam won't let me release it before November 19th. So at least okay. until that date. Until that date. Okay, so yeah. any time after, hopefully yeah, soon. Yeah, hopefully, yeah. And uh, where can people expect to find the game? Uh, so it'll be available on both uh, Steam... And and itch, mm-hmm. so you can uh, buy it there for four dollars. So it's a cool, not too expensive. Not too expensive then, yeah, it's it's a, <laughs> yeah, yeah, price of a coffee or something. So, yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. And and then how long can, uh, do you expect players to take? I, I think um, a couple of hours, maybe. It depends. I most of my playtests so far have been people not too familiar with adventure games. 
Oh, okay. So it's been interesting to see them kind of pick up the like all the logic that everyone's so used to that's right. new to them. But I think yeah, a couple of hours. Okay. Yeah. I look forward to that. And then before we finish, you can yeah. see you talk about two other games that you worked on before Ferry Edge. Sure, yeah. One game. That's the so one game. So yes, um, talk about them. I, I studied computer games technology at university. And um, just at the very end of my final year, uh, my university ran their first game jam, which they've had for 10 years now. Um, and it's called The Secret of Hutton Grammar School. The Wikipedia article was Hutton Grammar School, a school in the UK somewhere. Um, so we made a, a short game about there being a cult at the school, and this was all kind of Sierra AGI, so old school typing and open door, that kind of stuff. Uh, and text then, through yeah, the text parser, yeah. yeah. And then just uh, earlier this year, I just uh, remade it with VGA Graphics with uh, Nathan from Sick Chicken. Uh, famous cigar duty. So. Yes, yes. He was also on the podcast. Yes, yes. <laughs> I'm going through all the developers. Everyone, yeah. <laughs> Trying to, at least. Yeah. Good, so that's a secret of Hutton... Hutton Grammar School. Gra- grammar School. Yeah, and that's, that's, a, that's a short abridged version. There's okay. The secret of Hutton Church of England Grammar School is the full, <laughs> full title. <laughs> <laughs> and where can people find those games? Or? Uh, that's available on Itch. So well. the original is free and uh, VJ Remake is $1. So. Again, not yeah. too expensive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can... Yeah. Okay, well, thank you very much. Is there anything else you'd like to say before we finish this? Uh, no, just thank you for the podcast. It's uh, no worries, I'm great, delighted. great to listen to you. Thank you. Thank you very much, and thank you for supporting as well. Thank you. Uh... So that was my interview at AdventureX with Tom Simpson. I hope you enjoyed it. And up next is my interview with Yakir Israel, who is talking about Plot of the Druids. So please enjoy. Okay. I'm here with Yakir Israel, one of the developers of Plot of the Druid. So hello Yakir, how are you? Hello, yeah, nice to meet you. Yes, no, it's great to meet you because as I mentioned to you just now, I saw your game on Facebook yes. and I was very curious and then I just met you here, <laughs> yes. which by coincidence. Yes, really coincidence. So, um, so yeah, I was wondering if you could tell us a bit about the game Plot of the Druid. So what is the, well, the plot involves the Druid? Okay. I'm guessing. <laughs> so basically, we are talking about Jace. Jace is a, a student in the Droid Academy. Actually, he was a Droid because um, he was banished uh, from the Academy. He stepped on some rules, and he he needs to pack his things and go out. But he won't do that. He he will be he want to graduate and get his powers. You know, the special abilities mm-hmm. of the droid are shapeshift into an animal and also harness the power of nature and um, also to concoct a complex potions. So all these uh, unique abilities he can get if he will be certified. And he wants to do that and quickly because he wants to participate in an insanely tournament uh, that's called the Abandoned Lion. People all around the world is going to be there, and there is very short time that it's happened. Only eight, each 18 years, when the ex- eclipse uh, appear, then a portal is occur, and uh, uh, and uh, everybody all around the world trying to reach the statue. That's the uh, the golden prize, and. Uh, you can use it to actually turn everything into a god. That's the rumor. That's what they're saying. But uh, there is some mystery about it that I won't tell you right now. 
and um, there's also a lot of dangers that involves uh, in this in, in this journey. So uh, he needs to to be ready very soon, and he needs to prove himself that he's worthy, and mm -hmm. uh, he's not just a failure, you know. Sure. Um, and that's basically the, the, the idea. Okay. Yes. So he needs to go and he needs to prove that. He needs to prove. That he needs to prove himself, and then he goes out to his uh, dangerous journey. Okay. And no one even uh, win this contest, and we don't know why. <laughs> so no one has ever won it. No. And we don't know why at yes. the beginning of the game. But he thinks so. that with with his abilities. He can uh, do really, really amazing stuff. Like uh, he can change into a skunk. Yes, okay. actually a skunk. And, and that will come into play in the game. Yes, and in a skunk form, he can climb higher, and he can talk with another animals, spray gas at his enemies, and also bite or scratch. Uh, so it sounds that he's really powerful, but there are also disadvantages. Sure. Like uh, he can. He can cast spells or uh, pick up items because he has claws. And right, yeah. Yes. So the advantages and disadvantages. Exactly. And the player need to choose uh, how he can handle the situation. And can he change at any time to a skunk? Uh, he can change at any time to, uh, to a skunk. Okay. And, and, and uh, to a druid. Yes. And also as a skunk, he he don't allow to go into crowded places like oh go away right. you're stinky and <laughs> that stuff makes like that. sense so you need to think how you can handle the situation that makes a lot of sense yes. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't go to crowded places as a skunk maybe yes. go as a druid but then if you need to talk to animals or yes. you need and to see the situation yes sometimes you also need to harness the power of nature for okay. example you can make earthquake or uh, tremendous storms just to solve uh, some situation so um, there is really um, creative way to solve cool. puzzles. Cool. So sounds like there, as you mentioned, there's a lot of potential, yeah. potentially creative ways to solve the puzzles. You also need to learn how how, how to cast spells. There is some mini games that right. be involved there. Okay, so you don't know all these spells at the beginning. No. You need to learn them no. as the game goes on. It's not on. easy to be a droid. <laughs> and can can you then uh, create earthquakes and? Uh, storms and the, at the beginning, or do you have to learn? No, to no, 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 no. Okay. And can you turn into a skunk from the beginning, or to learn to do? Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> so kind of like in real life, we have to learn. Learn. Things. So the player yes. learns with the character. Yes. He, he, he thinks that he can do it very quick, but sure. Uh, no. But, but not, not at the very beginning. No. It, it, it won't happen. That's that. That sounds very interesting. And then what about you mentioned that there are dangers? Yes. In the game. Uh, are you able to give any examples of some of the dangers uh, or the There spoilers? is a dragon that's, uh, you know, Dragons, okay, you behind the portal. <laughs> so uh, you need to uh, also help people, like uh, people with very um, weird problems. You need to help uh, princes that suffer from irritating bladder. Okay. And you can meet that's also... That's an interesting... <laughs> not, that's a bad problem she has. Yeah, that's a bad problem. And you need to help save her. Save the princess. Okay. Also, mean? you will meet uh, a werewolf with eating disorder. And um, cabinet that wake up to life after a messy night. 
There are lots of things there that you can uh, see. Uh, it's basically inspired by Simon the Sorcerer. If you know this Yes, band. yes, I played those. So, well. I played uh, the first two. There were lots of wacky characters there. Yes, yes, yes. I really like this game, so I was trying to maximize... And the woodworms. <laughs> yes, and the woodworms, exactly. Yes. And also the settings will be from Discord and Harry Potter. Oh! And uh, the outside, all the forest, <laughs> is more like Sierra games. So you will feel the retro. The, sure. The, you will get the retro feelings. And also, uh, you have the ability to look at that, but in modern, in modern ways, like uh, a full HD. So okay, you see right. that the, the background looks very polished and nice. Is it 2D? Is it it's a, 2D, Is it right? pixelated graphics or not? No, it's okay, not pixelated. So 2D. But you are still feeling that you are playing something from the past. Right, so it's like you're playing something from the past, but for modern audiences. Yes, yes okay. exactly. So, cool. so all, all these together uh, come up uh, with a uh, uh, British humor. But okay, yes, I like British uh, humor. And, I mentioned uh, this world. I mentioned all this. Uh, I love this world myself, yes. yes and Yes, uh, so there will be also full, it will be fully voiced. Uh, okay. With uh, uh, British uh, actors will be played there. Okay, will Eric Idle be playing? <laughs> <laughs> no. Unfortunately, but no. Uh, if I will <laughs> have some money, maybe, I, I need yeah. to raise this budget. Yeah. Yeah. No, but there are plenty of good actors available now. Yes? It's, uh, yeah, no, I mean, from what I see, yeah. that with a lot of games now has very good voice acting. Yes. So, um, okay, so it's 2D. No, because there's this, another game that I played this year, which is Guard Duty. I don't know if you played it. Which it's one? Guard Duty by Nathan Hamley. Uh, no. Now, it's a, it's a comedic game as well. It's a fantasy and then a sci-fi setting. Oh, I really has, check it, it out. It has a similar British sense of humor. Oh, nice. And he told me it, ins um, it was inspired by Terry Pratchett. Terry Pratchett. And uh, Simon the Sorcerer as well. Oh, I so, definitely will check it yeah, out. Yeah, I enjoyed <laughs> it. And so... So when did you release? Yes, yes, we released back in May. Okay. Uh, I spoke with the developer, uh, Nathan Hamley, I reviewed the game. I think you would enjoy it. Um, so tell me the character that you said you were inspired by Simon the Sorcerer. It actually has his character, like he's cynical and he's really, uh -huh. really selfish. And uh, uh, there will be a character arc that he will, you know, Okay. you will see how he's, so again, he's a bit improved, you know, not too much. <laughs> so a bit less rude, maybe. Yes, less rude. <laughs> so it's a more comedic game, is it? Yes. And, okay, and, uh, and then what? What other types of characters? Uh, now you mentioned like Simon the Sorcerer and yes. uh, this world, and we'll have some wacky characters. Yes. Are you able to tell us anything about any of the characters? Okay. Uh, Without giving any spoilers. I don't to do too much. Well, actually, though, you did mention you mentioned the werewolf and the princess. So. Yes. Okay. So. Uh, so sorry, game, I forgot about I, that. I already designed a story for three games. Three games. Three games. Okay. And uh, this is the first one that is focused on Jace, but you will meet another uh, NPC that uh, you will have to con you can control it in the second game. It will be a spin-off on her, on her. Yeah. I, okay. This is a spoiler because it's her. Okay. <laughs> and there will be a third game that you can control both of them and see the situation like, from the past. And you can control both of them, and also there will be a villain. Like we all love a funny villain, like Sordid. Yes, so, yes, yes. Yes, so <laughs> there will be a villain, they will need... Well, okay, no, I'm looking, looking forward to it. And how, how long do you think the game will, okay. will take periods? Or does it depend 
uh, I should, probably should have asked you about puzzles first. I'll ask you about the, the gameplay first. Yes. Uh, what, what can you tell us about the gameplay and the puzzles in the game? Are they going to be, um, you know, puzzles? Are they going to be challenging, more challenging, less challenging? Are they going to be like Simon the Sorcerer in this world? Or so this is something that I wanted to do a uh, long time ago. Like Monkey Island, they had two difficulty levels. So yes, the Curse of Monkey Island had that, I think. Yes, exactly. Yes, I really like this idea, and uh, that's what I think I, w I would do. I, I would do two difficult levels. One will be uh, for people that didn't play uh, uh, point and click games. Uh -huh. and the other one will be uh, for, you know, mo with uh, more puzzles involved. Okay, so or, more experience. Uh, more experience with uh, And what kind of puzzles can players expect? Um, um, you can expect, you know, from like all the uh, all the other uh, pointing key games. Okay, so okay, okay yeah. yeah. And uh, and then again, do you know how long it might take people to play the game? Or is, that, yes. is it still uh, too early? Yes, a rough, a rough. Uh, sure. Uh, a rough idea. It will be more or less like, generally. <laughs> yes, uh, it will be something like eight hours. Okay, that's a good length. Yeah, um, it will be four chapters. Okay. And the first chapter is almost done, and I will release three demo first. That, okay. Uh, people can, uh, you know, experience the the gameplay, and uh, later we will go into crowdfunding. Into crowdfunding. Okay. Yes. So you're doing Kickstarter or yes. Go, yes. Yes. And you know when we can expect the Kickstarter more uh, or less? A like couple of months. Uh, okay. Like so in next year, in 2020, maybe. Or? Probably yes. Okay. Okay, sure. And uh, done it. Oh yeah, then if you want to talk about, do you have music for the game? Are you doing yes, I have music? A, a music composer that is also from Israel and he has a studio and he did uh, for many, many uh, uh, indie games. He was involved in many games. Okay. And uh, he's very talented and I'm trusting him. <laughs> okay, that's good. And so then about the Kickstarter, have you thought about the benefits that people might receive? Oh, still there's going to be lots of merchandise. That's what I'm trying to do, like uh, shirts that you see here. Sure, yes, yes. Uh, shirts and posters and uh, maybe a you know, 3D model, I don't know yet. But I will try to you know, put many merchandise. Okay. Uh, and uh, there are also going to be you know, digital stuff. Sure. Okay, yeah, no, sounds good. Now, as I mentioned, I'm really looking forward to it and really curious about the game when I first saw it. I thought, yes, this could you know, take me back, as you mentioned, Simon the Sorcerer and you know, Discworld, which I still have to play those games even though I've read all the books. Oh. No, I still have to try and find them. You must. Because I've heard the puzzles in those games are very difficult. They are difficult and sometimes uh, even don't have too much sense. But sure. <laughs> but for me it was uh, a bit, uh, you know, uh, funny. Sure, yeah, yeah. I think with comedy games you get away more yeah. with uh, more Less challenging. Sense, exactly. Yeah. More nonsensical puzzles. Yes. Um, you know, with more like breaking the fourth wall, like the, player, the character talking to the player. Exactly. But uh, with more... Uh, serious games, uh, the puzzles need probably be more logical. At least that's what I find. <laughs> and uh, you've been going around to different conferences. I saw that you were well, yeah. at Adventure X now. Yes, you went I, to I, some I, other conference a few I, weeks I've ago. I've been in uh, many conferences in uh, Israel. Okay. Uh, the local one. And yeah, probably I will, I will go also to the uh, you know, more global conferences sure. later. Yeah, you're, I see you're really good, uh, working hard. <laughs> if I will have lucky, uh, if I would have luck, so um, maybe I will present next year uh, my game here in Adventurix. Yeah, well, best of luck. You yes. can apply then. 
and it's definitely a good chance, I think. Yes. And then even there are other conferences in the United States and Canada. Uh, and yes, I will definitely check it out. Yeah? Okay, that's great. Um, yeah. Is there anything else you'd like to add about the game or to people? Okay. Do you have a release date more or less for the game? Or a release period or a release window? Uh, you'd like? Okay. I know you do Kickstarter first. Okay, the Kickstarter is first and then I will, uh, you know... Sure, that's, that makes perfect this, sense. Uh, <laughs> makes perfect sense. I won't push you for... <laughs> release uh, it now, really. But what I, I would like to mention is mm -hmm. that uh, a couple of days ago, uh, I published the Steam page. Yes. So wishlist yes. this yes. game. Follow. Very important. It's wish very list. important. I am tracking the wishlist, and according to that, I will know if the Kickstarter can can succeed or not. It's really important. Of course. Yes. Yes. If yes, I will yes, see the entrance, then it will give me more motivation to do that. Exactly. Yeah. No. Every developer has said that. This goes well for you and for every developer. If you see a game that you like, it you find interesting, yes. then wishlist it. Yes. <laughs> Show it to the de developer. No, don't just say I like it and that's sure. it. Show it. Sure. Uh, yeah. Now you have the Steam page. Uh, do you have a trailer or anything up on the trailer Steam page? Is also something I'm working right now. Okay. Yes. And you have screenshots and you're working yeah, a demo. You can see also gameplay and intro in the Steam page, and you can follow us. Uh, we are in all around the media like uh, Twitter, Facebook, uh, Discord, uh, Instagram, everything. Okay. Good, okay, well, I'll, I'll, add the the <laughs> I'll, I'll add the links and I'll get your name right. Oh, yeah. And, <laughs> you, you can't forget it because I'm from Israel. And, and your last name is Israel. So. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, thank you very much, Yakir, and you I really look forward to playing So, those were my interviews with Tom Simpson and Yakir Israel. I hope you enjoyed them. And I hope you can enjoy their games as well. I hope you can check out Feria Darl. And I hope you can check out Plot of the Druid on Steam and Wishlist as well. And, you know, help support these developers. And so that is it for this year, for 2019. So huge, huge, huge thank you to everyone who's listened to this podcast. Uh, to everyone who has helped share the episodes, who has motivated me and Laura and Thomas to continue and just for everything as well. I had no idea that this podcast would take off when I started it. Uh, it started off as a small thing as well that I wanted to do. And now that with everyone's support, it is getting bigger. And hopefully we can continue to get bigger and continue to help adventure game developers, um, you know, get the word out about their games and help adventure game fans find out about these great games and find out more and hear thoughts from the developers themselves. And also huge thank you to everyone who subscribes on Patreon. You guys really, really helped us and are helping us. And we are using uh, your contributions to really help improve the podcast, improve the equipment and the tools as well. And hopefully you can notice that uh, from the new year and onwards. Um, and I hope as well that I will continue to upload extra episodes such as these, such as these interviews that I've done. Uh, also, we will be doing some spoiler special podcasts as well with some developers and myself, Thomas and Laura will also be uh, doing extra episodes where we'll be uh, speaking more detail, uh, more spoiler detail about some of the games as well. And, you know, some other things as well. And you we'll also get early access to each regular episode as well on Patreon. 
Um, so, and also find a huge, huge thank you to all of the adventure game developers. Uh, thank you to those of you who've agreed to speak to me over the year. I have really, really enjoyed speaking to every single developer. It has been really great speaking to them. I've had a fantastic experience. And to every developer in general, because I've gotten to know in particular how hard, how hard it is for developers to make games and how, how much effort and how many sacrifices you guys make to get these games out there for us. And we don't say it enough, I don't think, but I'll say it now. So thank you so, so much to all developers and particular adventure game developers for all of your huge work and effort to make the games and get them out there for us. So yeah, so that is it for 2019. Uh, next week or in a few days, I'm not entirely sure yet, but... I will be joined once again by Laura and Thomas and we will be looking back at the year 2019 and we'll be talking about our favourite adventure games of that year and our games of the year and we'll also be looking back at the decade because it's been a hell of a decade. We've had some great adventure games released then and you could say that the adventure game genre really rose from the dead, if you will. So we'll be talking about the games that had the most impact as well and looking back and of course we'll be looking ahead to 2020 and the games that we are most looking forward to uh, over the next year and beyond as well and we will also be revealing uh, maybe some competitions that we will be doing so we can keep an ear out for that and so again so the podcast that uh, we're looking forward to continue to do the podcast there will be some interviews with some uh, really great developers coming up as well in the new year. And uh, so keep an ear out for that. And hopefully there'll be some more announcements as well. Can't say anything much yet, but uh, just keep your ears peeled. And uh, if anybody has any comments, any suggestions, any advice, any questions at all, you just want to get in touch, you can get in touch with us at info at adventuregamespodcast.com. Or you can get in touch with us on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram, or Discord. And uh, yeah, so that is it for this year. I hope everyone had a great 2019. And I wish everyone a very happy New Year's Eve and a very happy New Year. And I hope that everyone has an even better year to come. So thank you again. And I will speak to you all very soon. Thank you. Goodbye. the adventure games podcast then please subscribe rate and review wherever you listen to podcasts please leave a review on itunes if you can as every review helps and reviews will help get the word out especially for adventure game developers who appear on the podcast now you can also follow me on social media you can follow me on twitter at Advent Game Pod. You can follow me on Facebook at Adventure Games Podcast. You can also follow me on Instagram at Adventure Games Podcast as well. And we're also on Discord at Adventure Games Podcast. So if you are a adventure game developer or adventure game player, you can follow us there. So again, please feel free to retweet and share podcast episodes and the podcast to people who you 
please may enjoy it. And you can also find more information about the podcast on www.adventuregamespodcast.com. So until next time, thank you.